Thanks for joining us on another episode of Groundbreaking Podcast. I am proud to bring you episode 14. It's been amazing to think about all those awesome entrepreneurs I have met to date. I cannot believe how many great entrepreneurs are coming out of Nelson. I think of Picks Peanut Butter or Proper Crisps. This week you are in for a treat. Well, a healthy treat, I should say. As I speak to a global business founded in Nelson. So we're always uh, we're always trying to celebrate those those wins and keep moving forward. And I also think you have to be passionate about what you're doing. Uh, that passion uh, allows you to keep going when when the going gets tough. <laughs> so what do you get when you take a neuroscientist, an ancient superfood loved by the Mayans, and combine them in the sunshine capital of New Zealand? Well, Chloe Van Dyke took those ingredients and founded Chia Natural Health Drinks. Chloe, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Eli. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself and where did you grow up? Uh, so I'm Chloe Van Dyke and I'm the founder and CEO of Chia, a range of nutritious and innovative beverages. I grew up in Nelson, New Zealand. I studied neuroscience at university, so I'm interested in how we think. I like spending time in the outdoors, climbing rocks and swimming in the ocean. And I think health is an important part to getting the most out of life, which is why I created Cheer. How did you go from studying neuroscience to getting interested in business? (laughs) That's a fantastic question. I was very much um, excited about following neuroscience, but I ended up back in Nelson and I there's not a university here. And so I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with myself in Nelson. And so I started uh, playing, playing with chia seeds and looking for, for healthier options for people. What made you start a drink business? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. So my sister is a competitive tri- triathlete and my dad is a swimmer. He's currently ranked second in the world for his age group for butterfly. Um, he was first uh, in, in the last competition, but currently second. We'll work on that. Um, but they wanted something to help them train harder and recover quicker. And there weren't any drinks on the market that I would call nutritious. Most health drinks promote themselves by what is not in them. So nothing artificial, no fat, no sugar. Uh, But what's not in your food can't make you healthy because it's not there. And so I wanted to create something that had that higher level of micronutrients essential for health so that you can notice the difference. How did you develop your product flavours? Uh, so the product flavors uh, came about through through a lot of uh, experimentation, really. Uh, we are creating flavors pretty much every week, and so only the top flavors come through. We also like to choose local flavors where possible. So we've got our black currant variety, which uses South Island black currants. We've got our Tasman Bay berries. Um, which uses boysenberries from a farm down the road from us. Was that hard? 
<laughs> yeah, it's very hard. I've definitely had lots of challenges along the way. Uh, my first batch of chia uh, went mouldy and then started fermenting and exploding. So I literally had to wear a helmet to go in to check the bottles because they were exploding everywhere. That sounds cool. Uh, it was a little bit frightening, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> maybe cool from a distance and maybe cool from hindsight. At the time, I wasn't very happy about it. <laughs> what was it like when you first started? Did everything go to plan? Well, I guess, I guess uh, the answer to that is no, because otherwise not everything would have been uh, fermenting and exploding. Um, uh, I think starting a business never really uh, goes the way you think it will. It's all, you're always diversifying and changing direction. How did you build your business up from there? A lot of perseverance, I guess. So uh, we, you know, I started just by taking chair to my local supermarket and my local cafe, and from there uh, – it went all right, so I took it to Wellington, and then it grew throughout New Zealand, and now it's in export markets. Was there a time when you felt like giving up, and what made you stick with it? <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's been several times. I think uh, one of the first cafes that I tried to sell chia into, the the owner called me up and, and said that she didn't like it and that was very early on. So I thought, oh, maybe this just isn't right. Maybe this just isn't going to work. And then there's certainly been hard spots along the way. But at the end of the day, uh, it's it's about all the wins that you get as well. And so so we're always... Uh, we're always trying to celebrate those, those wins and keep moving forward. And I also think you have to be passionate about what you're doing. Uh, that passion uh, allows you to keep going when, when the going gets tough. <laughs> what was one of the biggest risks you've taken and what did you learn from that experience? Probably quitting my day job and going full-time with Chia, which was around six months into the business. It was, uh, Chia was starting to go quite well and I needed to make that decision uh, to let go of that safety net and to take Chia to the next level. And so I guess what I learned from that was the importance of following your passions. What made you decide to expand overseas? I, I think it was just the natural next step. New Zealand is a fantastic uh, environment to foster a small growing business to to really get to know the market and how it works and and then the next step uh, was was overseas and uh, and that was really exciting I mean walking through a supermarket in Malaysia or Singapore and seeing someone drinking a bottle of chia they bought at their local supermarket is um, is pretty cool. What was it like? the hard part about it is not being there so you have to spend as much time in your export markets as possible uh, really getting to know your customer and the more you can do that I think the more successful you'll be in export markets. How did you build your distributor network? 
So in New Zealand, our distribution network grew organically. So in the beginning, uh, I knew everyone personally. I visited their stores. I, I traveled the country in a um, 62 old Land Rover uh, and, and visited the stores and introduced them to Chia. Uh, so I really established some strong uh, customer relationships and we also shipped directly so we really knew our channels uh, and that's been a real challenge as the company has grown because I can no longer have a direct relationship with all of our customers. I just don't have the capacity to do that uh, but it's still a priority so we've got um, other people doing that who, who are actually better at it than me. Um, it also means we hold all the data about our channels, which helps us make uh, better decisions. And this is one of the things that separates us from most other beverages is that we are our own distributor. What was most surprising to you? <laughs> Probably how much I have learnt uh, every day is a learning experience for me and that really keeps me going and keeps me keeps me interested and passionate. How did you build your brand and your customer base? So the customer base was visiting, I guess, yeah, visiting cafes and then also engaging on, on social media, so talking to the people who are interested in Chia we uh, try and foster, you know, a culture that encourage people, encourages people to be the best they can be and, and encourage health and social and environmental responsibility. How did you balance running a global business? Yeah, that, that's an interesting one. Um, it's, it's certainly uh, we are juggling a lot of uh, different uh, components of the business and every we're a small team so everyone in the team is doing a lot of of different projects but I think how it works is that we all come together really well so whenever there's any big decisions that need to be made uh, everyone's involved. Can you talk to me about building culture and what you have learned over the years? Yeah, absolutely. So I think uh, that starts with your internal team culture uh, and having a really good culture is really important to us at Chia. So we became the first company in Nelson to become living wage certified. Uh, we support our employees to follow their passions and achieve their goals both in and outside of work. So two of our team have come in the top 10 at the coast to coast uh, and the other thing we do is we really encourage people to ex express their ideas um, and to fuel creativity, um, and that's 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 pretty key to our evolution because great ideas don't happen behind the computer replying to emails. What is it like working with your sister? Do you have any advice on working with family? <laughs> I I think it's it's really it's really good working with family, uh, and certainly in my experience, I, w I work with both my sister and my dad, and I think it's because we know each other 
so well. We know how hard to push each other. We know when someone just needs to take a break and go for a swim. And we're so aware of each other's strengths that we can fully, fully, fully utilize them. Uh, and so it's been, it's been good. What has been some of the hard decisions you have had to make? What process do you use? Mm, yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. I'd say making tough decisions is. I think the first thing you need to do is make sure that it fits with your key philosophy. There's no point um, looking at decisions that don't fit with that because if you go against that, it just you won't have the passion to continue. I think the next step is gathering all the information you can about the decision, gather all the data so that you can make an informed decision. And then the next step would be bringing your team on board because big decisions affect everyone and so they they all need to be a part of that decision and be on board. What would you say are the key elements for starting a successful business? Yeah, that, that, that's a fantastic question. Uh, I would say the key elements would be to be passionate about what you do because that is what's going to keep you going uh, when the going get tough. When the going gets tough, you also need the ability to evolve and adapt and perceive of opportunities. So every day opportunities are presented and you need to see that and harness it, often by changing direction. That's but awesome. yeah. What has been the best piece of advice you have been given? The best piece of advice would be to celebrate your wins, celebrate your successes, because every day can be full of both problems and successes, but it's the problems which take up all of your time. So it can feel like that's all you're doing. So by acknowledging and uh, celebrating your successes, you really uh, increase your own and your team's morale. What inspires you? I think my dad (laughs) is a big inspiration for me. He is really good at keeping it real. He doesn't do business with people he doesn't like. He is always creating uh, and he's very bold in his decision making. Yeah, I think I think dads are very important. Okay, final question for me. In one word, describe your life as an entrepreneur. Well wind. Thanks, Chloe. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, fantastic to talk to you and, and keep doing what you're doing. I think it's fantastic. You've reached the end of another episode of Groundbreaking. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or through your favorite podcast service. Until next time, stay awesome and share the love.